You're listening to a Rev FM production podcast. Welcome to Pastors Live, the show that discusses things of the Bible and current events for people who love to laugh. And now, the hosts who answer questions with more questions, it's Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Oh, it is a good one. Get this program rolling, right. <laughs> Your children. Hey, it is. Hey, it is Tuesday. It's November. That was yesterday's song. Twenty first. That's right. It's November twenty first, two thousand twenty three. Just a few days yeah. from Thanksgiving, and so from all of us here to you, we want to say. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving! Wait a second. We, we rehearsed ever... Happy Taco Tuesday, and then you oh, guys. Oh, I'm Why sorry. Why do you guys I'm do sorry. this to me? I'm sorry. I it feel was... like I'm always out of the loop, man. I know. Sorry. Sorry, Golly. Dave. Happy you stepped fish out. Taco day. <laughs> Happy Fish Taco Day. Happy uh, yes, Fish Taco Day. Fish Taco Day. Fish Taco Day. So, uh, by I love the way, fish tacos. I, yeah, you know I do. I'm not a fan of fish tacos. But really? I, yeah, no, I'm a I'm a pollo. I'm a I'm a chicken taco chicken. guy. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, you, no my wife like, makes she just uses tilapia. It's a nice simple fish, but it's the it's all about the seasoning. It's all about how you oh, season oh, the I fish agree. and yeah. the coleslaw, right? Yeah, top. a little bit of coleslaw, and yeah. you crumble that tilapia yeah. and and get the right salsa. All Dude, right, you will speak in tongues, and yes, I do mean Espanol. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, okay. Mango. So then, then as we as we as we get rolling here, since it yes. is a Tuesday, we do talk Ooh. about tacos on Tuesdays. Uh, so, favorite kind of taco uh, oh. for me? Obviously, for me, it's 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 got to it's got to be out of a truck. It's it's got to be a traditional and soft taco, but it's usually oh, yeah, chicken. Definitely soft taco. Yeah. yeah so yeah, 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 yeah. so uh, Shane, tacos favorite? de arabada con toro. All right, and so hey, brother, this is a family program. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy pork tacos with everything, which includes if you're going authentic Mexican culture, grilled pineapple. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I mean, now, I, I'd I, try that. I would right. try that. 100%, I do yeah. like a nice al pastor. I think uh, our our friends over at Plum Loco make yeah. a pretty fine uh, al pastor, but. Honestly, if you put them all out in front of me on a table and said pick one, it would definitely be fish tacos. All mm-hmm. right, okay, Ben. What about you, man? Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to admit to uh, my uh, my uh, more uh, Caucasian uh, upbringing. I have like never had an actual taco beyond like fajitas, so I'd have to say that. It's like beef fajitas. A fajita taco. You put beef fajita in a tortilla. What's wrong with that? Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. So in a so, flour tortilla or corn tortilla? I prefer corn tortillas. Yeah, of course. Know. There you go. Yeah. So okay, so yeah, Gary, what about you? Yeah, man? flour, flour, flour? tortillas. I like, I like those. And, and what's your favorite uh, filling? Um, I I like some sour cream, and I like the, all the works. Yeah. I like yeah. Do you, you put any put it on. protein, any meat in there? Do you, oh yes. Do you, do you get cream okay, tacos? Wait a yeah, that guac. Sounds great. Okay. Do Do you happen to get your tacos at Taco Bell? Because that's what it sounds like right now. <laughs> no. That's <laughs> how. So, okay. Just wanted no. to clarify. I call standards. that by another name, but we now, won't hold, discuss that. Hold on, that. just a second. Let's remember, old Dave here used to work for PepsiCo, and uh, my job was to travel to various Taco Bells in Oregon and keep them alive and not closing. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> for what it's worth. Right. So uh, sour cream tacos. But, I'm gonna have okay, to take you out for lunch but sometime. Here I gotta ask, but I gotta <laughs> ask you, show you so, what a real taco looks like. Right. Uh, poor hey, Gary's eating uh, flour tortillas with sour cream and guacamole. Oh, I don't really yeah. like tacos all that much. You've never had one. That's right. <laughs> well, hey, listen, we've got some great people in the studio. We do have Gary Austin, the voice of the valley. Hey, pastors. Um, I'm Pastor hey, Ty, uh, and then you, we've Ty. got Pastor Shane here Hello. today. We have Pastor Dave. God bless you. And we guys. also have a very special. Uh, 
uh, guest in the studio today. He's we on have, the wrong side of the glass. He's on the wrong side of the glass. <laughs> Benjamin's here today. Hey. Um, he, he's, he's sitting in the other, other, other guy's seat. Um, and uh, he's here to fill that space that, that uh, Steve usually fills. But I think he's already said more than Steve says in a program. Maybe. Yeah, I think, I'm I, think I did it in that last sentence, probably. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Hey, so, guys, um, yesterday we were talking about uh, the future teachers of America. And listen, if you want to go into education, we want to encourage you to do that. Uh, we need good teachers. But today, guys, is National Entrepreneur's Day. And so I'm just curious uh, about the guys that are here. Um, have who here has owned or operated their own business? And when you did that, um, I mean, how old were you when you started your first business when you did that? So, Shane, what about you? Have you ever started or owned your own business or anything like that? I've never been much into entrepreneurship. In its no? finest sense, okay. in its traditional sense, I've I've always loved just breaking into people's houses and stealing their stuff. Isn't entrepreneurial? I've been forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. <laughs> I'm messing. I'm messing. Oh, totally wow. messing. Come on. That was funny no, I, though. That was super funny. I honestly, <laughs> I've never really thought about entrepreneurship. <laughs> I like just coming alongside all already built establishments and just working, right. working with them and working hard cool yeah so what about what about you dave yeah i've i've uh started and failed at a number of businesses so uh, no when i was a kid we actually used to sell uh avocados out of our uh, red wagon our our radio flyer wagon nice. go door to door and sell avocados for 25 and those are the big fat dudes that look like little footballs uh, my mom and dad had both kinds of avocado trees in the backyard and um, so, yeah, we, we started with that. But as an adult, if, if I could say I was an adult, I was, I was in my uh, late 30s, early 40s. Um, I had a business. Um, I was a chimney doctor. That was the name of my business, chimney doctor. And um, I would literally go door to door in a neighborhood, pull into a neighborhood and look, okay, you know, chimneys in this neighborhood, I don't see a lot of spark arresters I'm in. I'd pull over, I'd get my flyers, and uh, I did a 25-point inspection on your chimney. And um, on my flyer, it said $125 value with a big red line through it and said for $75. And I would climb up on people's chimneys and get my ladder out, get up there, take a picture of the crown, do the whole thing, uh, sweep the chimney, do the whole deal for 75 bucks. Took me about an hour. And people would just fork over $100 like it was nobody's, but didn't even think twice about it. Oh, here you go. Here's $100. Here's $100. Here's $100. Because most homeowners don't want to get up on an extension ladder and look at the top of their chimney. Right. So I did. And most, honestly, I mean, to be honest, most chimney crowns are cracked, right, because of rain and everything else. I would just take a picture, come down the ladder, say, hey, your, your crown's all cracked, but I'd be happy to replace that for you. Oh, can you do that right here today? Oh, sure. Yeah, right here in my truck, you know. And I'd get up there and replace their crown. I'd say, hey, for another $50, I can throw a spark arrestor up there. And then I'd throw a few stats at them about flu fires and chimney fires. Oh, my gosh, I better get a spark arrestor. Uh, do you have one that fits my chimney? Yeah, I've got one right here in my truck for you. I'll sell it to you for $50. bucks. i will install it for free. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> and I'd make 150 bucks in about an hour, hour and a half, and I would do that two or three times a day, and people would just fork over the money and not think twice about it. And just eventually you run out of chimney. That was my side gig. Yeah, yeah. that was a side gig, yep. Chim- so, chimney. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I just have that... I have that whole song in my head right now. Oh yeah, yeah. So absolutely, my the the artwork was of uh, Dick Van Dyke uh, balancing on a chimney, and I was a chimney doctor. That's so nice. I I love that. that. Ben, what about you, man? Well, uh, my particular skill skill set as a multimedia editor kind of uh, doesn't lend me to uh, start a business more more work for them. But yeah, right. Freelance work, at least I've done. Uh, very often, right? So. Done some freelance work. Gary, did you have you done any entrepreneurship? I have not business? actually. No, I. Uh, I mean, I've owned my own business, uh, doing concrete and you know stuff like that. But oh. that's right. yeah. So you were, you were a finisher. I was a concrete finisher. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to do that. Really? I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so we we could start something up oh, again. Yeah, so we sure Let's get the band together. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do it. Did you ever do stamps? Where where do the co- oh yeah? See, I never did that. A buddy of mine, Ed Young in Oregon, did the the stamps, and that guy just made money hand over fist. I mean, people just you know they paid him all kinds of big bucks to pour a slab of concrete and then ruin it. You know, you know what I mean? Put <laughs> lines in it. Just put a stamp it. in it and like, hey, take half that concrete back out that you just put in and we'll pay you double. That yeah, was always amazing is, to me. It's right? amazing. Because that's yeah. basically the concept of a stamp, right? I, I did uh, countertops. What? I did kitchen floors. He did kitchen floors that were stamped. and Look at this guy. Yeah. I know, right? We learn something new every day. Yeah. So I, You're uh, amazing. Well, you, you've had a few... Uh, yeah. So I, actually, my, my first office was also a Radio Red Flyer. Oh, yeah. uh, and so, yes. Awesome. So, um, and I, what I did is I, I used to take, I was eight years old and my parents used to keep all of the Christmas cards that would come to them. And so I would go to the old Christmas cards and I would cut out the artwork. I put some felt on it, put a hole in it, put a little hook on it. I would make ornaments out of the previous year's, um, uh, Christmas cards and of course, at that time, they were really elaborate and they were relief stamped and things like that and had a lot of glitter and a lot of color. And then I also would make, uh, I'd make candlesticks, uh, Christmas candlesticks, like out of logs. And then I made humbugs. Um, I, I made humbugs and they were awesome. And I would sell humbugs because nobody's seen a humbug. So I made humbugs. We sold them door to door. And so at eight years old, I was selling my wares from door to door. Um, and, uh, and by the way, when you're eight, you can sell a lot when you're 12. They, it, you lose your cuteness. Yeah, 12's uh, a rough year, yeah, man. Yeah, 12's a rough year. That's when I went out of business for that one. Uh, I was like, okay, I got to do something else. And I started shoveling walks. But uh, but guys, uh, today's Entrepreneur Day. So if you're an entrepreneur, hey, man, we, we say good for you, good on you. And we're really thankful for all that you do. Hey, Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. If you have a comment or question, we'd love to hear from you. But our readings today, uh, James chapter 3. I love James chapter 3. Watch um, your tongue. Watch Pastor your Ty. mouth. I know, right? It's like, well, I mean, that's real, though, right? Um, and we, we, I, sometimes we don't talk about how dangerous our words are, but we're all going to be held account to every word that we say. Um, and, of course, not just every word we say, but I do believe 
um, and, and how we say it. I, I think that's important. But he, he starts this whole thing. I says, my brethren, not let not many of you become teachers, knowing we shall receive a stricter judgment. Uh, and I know there's a lot of people, I want to be the teacher. I want to be the pastor. I want to be this. I want to be that. I said, well, hold on a second. If you desire the position of an overseer, you desire good work. So that's not a problem. But let not many of you become teachers, knowing you shall receive a stricter judgment. So the other day, uh, we were having devotions, and there was a there was a passage with Sarah in the Old Testament that I had misapplied because I had I had forgotten very clearly about um, the Hall of Faith and Hebrews Hebrews uh, chapter eleven and. Uh, where it talks about Sarah because of her faith received because of her faith received the power to conceive and or that strength to conceive and I was like oh man you know and so I, I was I was joking with the team a little bit that said hey what you know I just when I get judged going to when I get judged it, that just that's going to be a little warm right there I mean there's going to be some burning away that happens and so you know we, we want to think about that um, and but he goes on he says for we all stumble in many things. If any does not stumble in word, he's a perfect or a mature man, able to bridle the whole body. And then he goes into this whole idea about the tongue and how dangerous the tongue is. And I don't know. I've seen more relationships destroyed, more churches destroyed, more workplaces destroyed. I was talking to a brother um, after last Wednesday night service who was saying, man, I, I just felt like I was babysitting my my staff all the time because of all the gossip and all this stuff and, and things like that. So I, I think it's really important that we understand we have to think about what we say and how we say it. We just can't, you know, well, I think it, therefore I speak it. You know, it's like, no, you know, give us some consideration before you speak. Yeah. And, you know, we're all going to, I love what James says. He says, who can tame the tongue, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he point, he points yeah. out through the question that it's very difficult to do, that everybody struggles uh, with controlling their tongue. Uh, and if you do get to the point where you're mature enough to uh, kind of handle that. I, I believe a part of that is owning owning what you say, right? So when your tongue does speak that thing that you, we've all had that moment where something comes out of our mouth and we're like, no, oh, right. <laughs> let yeah, you're me trying pull to get that it back. back in. Or right. you say something and you're like, dude, my heart you know, you say something to your wife and you're like, I'm, you immediately apologize. You're like, I'm so sorry. That was out of a heart. My heart was wrong, right? That yeah, my yeah, heart yeah. was evil and wicked right there. And I was impatient and just let it out. Um, and, and owning and, and being accountable for your speech helps with the hypocrisy that so much happens from our words. Um, especially when you're a teacher, right? It's very easy to, to be seen as a hypocrite because you're teaching everybody and if you don't, if you don't watch what you do and own what you do, um, it can be very destructive. And I think that's why teachers specifically are held to a higher, uh, a higher degree of judgment. Right. I, I think, I, I do think that you know we do have to think about not only how we speak, but uh, well, what we speak, but how we speak it. I think uh, you know tone is important as well. And of course, and and Absolutely. because. Because our, our speech is to be seasoned with with grace and with salt. It, it's supposed to impart to the hearer something that edifies and builds up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's something that's really, really important, that we would use our words for the, for the building up of others. <laughs> yeah, and it's like so it. easy to tear down. In fact, I, I, find that, I find the keyboard warrior thing in our culture really 
I just I'm I'm dumbfounded where you can put something positive online and then people comment with just the negative and it's like it's like why why are you just going there why is it why is everything have to go to this negative place all the time and I, I've never understood that it's really broken my heart over the years especially when you're trying to put something up that's really encouraging and then underneath it people just get super super nasty even with their typed words. Um, and I, I don't understand why we go to this negative place all the time. Um, do you guys have any idea why people? What uh, is like the common denominator is negative? I mean, we're deprived like, human beings. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's sinful nature. Yeah, but I mean, but do we know why? It's like we feel like we have to be negative. Well, we can't just we can't just let something be. I would say some people have not regulated themselves correctly in their life. And when someone doesn't have any type of self-control, self-judgment, self-containment for any emotions, any outlets that are healthy, if someone just sits on their couch, watches TV, and sulks in their sadness all day, they have nothing but negativity on themselves. But they don't want to blame themselves, because who wants that, right? (laughs) So they just spread that negativity on everyone around them, because they don't want to face the harsh reality that they're the problem in their lives. It's kind of like misery loves company, so oh, join my yeah. join my company. Pretty yeah. much because yeah, and that's that's an interesting thought. But yeah, it's, it's like they have nothing else to give because that's all they have. Yep, and think, so they don't have anything else. Yeah, I think it's. I agree with you, Ben, and I think that that's linked to to this weird this weird pride that we we all can carry, and mm-hmm. it, it comes back to well, what I believe and what I think is more important than what you say or what you're trying to communicate, and I don't care about. Uh, what you're what you're posting on your Facebook or Instagram or whatever, um, I'm going to dog it because I think I'm better than you. Yeah, ultimately. I would agree. Pride is, I think, one of the biggest issues when it comes to how people communicate. Because whether it's like being just really kind of trying to be the I gotcha person, no matter what context, whether it's social, religious, someone that always goes out of their way to find negative traits in others is at their core a very rotten, sad person. (laughs) And it's always their pride, usually, that links it all together. Because they think so highly of themselves, they've never been able to accept that they were wrong long enough to learn the difference between what's right and wrong in their own life. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's 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 a valid point. You know, it's like you know, pastors live in Ben today. You know, it's like <laughs> Ben's, Ben's bringing it. You know, what it, no, it's good. I, I, I would hope that we would all recognize the need to show grace and forgiveness. But uh, one of the things that James says here in, in the passage in verse ten, he says, "Out of the mouth proceeds blessing and cursing." He says, "My brethren, these things ought not be so." Does a spring send forth both uh, fresh water and bitter water from the same opening? Uh, and of course, I, I, that, the, that's the whole point, right? It's either the water is good or the water is bad. Mm-hmm. There's no in-between water. You can't have both. You can't have both. And, and I would hope that for, for anybody listening today, that what you're doing, how you're presenting yourself, that out of your life you are refreshing. It's fresh water. It's not bitter water. That what you put on social media is fresh. It's, it's uplifting. It's encouraging. Uh, what you say to your neighbor, what you say on the phone, how you treat your spouse, um, how you do those things, how you treat your kids, how you do all those things. I want to encourage you today to really think about what is coming out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Because if the stuff that's coming out of your mouth is is bitter, it's angry, it's bitey, it's, it's, 
it's it's not edifying it's not lifting somebody else up may we just come to this place where we can lift people up and encourage them and mm-hmm. you know and we want to encourage you guys listen if you have a comment or question pastors live at the rev.fm we'd love to hear from you pastors live at the rev.fm and i by the way if you're an entrepreneur we're real thankful for you but we have something coming up here in just a couple days uh so thursday uh, so tomorrow actually it's tomorrow tomorrow night, it's yeah. tomorrow night. yeah sorry i was like a couple days i was thinking it was monday uh so thursday tomorrow night ah, it's not thursday wednesday night Th- wednesday night thursday is thanksgiving yeah, Wednesday night, the 22nd. The 60th uh, anniversary. Uh, uh, oh, that's right. And we have the Harvest Hoedown uh, <laughs> is going to be uh, tomorrow night, uh, November 22nd, from 7 to 10 in the Oxygen here at Water Springs uh, School, uh, Water Springs Church. And so uh, register at watersprings.net. We'd love to have you come out. And we're going to have a – there's going to be apparently a – a pumpkin pie baking contest. That and there is. so who's, who in this room is part of the tasting crew? So Dave? That'll be uh, Dave. Dave. Uh, That'll be Dave. Anybody yeah. else? Yeah. Gary, are you on it? Yeah, I'm on it. Yeah. And then, Gary. And then who else? Redmer. 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 Okay, that's a fair group of judges right there. Yeah. Are you Definitely. sure? Huh? Well, are you sure? I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> well, sure. When you say fair, do you mean we can be bribed easily? Right, exactly. Yes, that's Absolutely. what I meant. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. fair. Pretty yeah. fair. Like yeah, if we're somebody, just... for instance, were to bring me a German chocolate cake ahead of time and say, I also made that pumpkin pie. There's a fair chance they'd get my vote. I'm just throwing that out there. Right. Just German just chocolate cake. German chocolate cake. With or without coffee? German chocolate cake. <laughs> All right. Just check it. All right. Hey, listen, guys, your love, your family. God bless you. Whoa, that was 20 minutes. And, and, we'll, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless you. You've reached the end of another episode of Pastors Live, a Rev FM production podcast. Thank you for listening. Submit your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review from your favorite podcast listening platform. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon so you don't miss the next episode drop.